Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Good. I've forgotten how to do this. It, I mean, it's been a week. It's terrible. <laughs> it's been a long time. I guess we didn't do any intermediate week podcasts. No. You're getting out of we practice. We don't have to because there's no rule. Well, <laughs> this, this could be our rules podcast. It is Tuesday night. Yeah. Okay, so we got rules. Are Beginning we... with the cocktail of the week. Yeah. Cocktail of the week is the bourbon peach smash. Oh. It has, uh, so I'm, I saw this recipe on Pinterest. I, I have been trying to calm myself with social media, except most of social media is not very relaxing, like ever, but especially these days. Too much reality. Just get angry. And, uh, and so I'm like, Pinterest will make me feel calmer. I have a pretty calmly curated Pinterest. And, uh, I mean, I don't follow many people, so it just recommends tons of stuff to me. It's all pretty soothing. And I guess I had been looking up cocktail recipes, so now there's, like, all kinds of random cocktail recipes in there. And they're weird, extremely sweet ones. Like, today it recommended a Dublin mudslide, and I was like, fuck, I need to go out right now and buy <laughs> vanilla ice cream and, like, chocolate syrup. That's, that's the Ben & Jerry's flavor that probably doesn't exist anymore. Was oh, that Dublin yeah, mudslide? Dublin mudslide. I used yeah. to buy, like, four pints of that at a time. I used to try to find that for you, too, because it, it was getting scarcer. Yeah. I think it's extinct now it is no it's in the ben and jerry's graveyard but now haagen has the um the irish cream brownie which is basically the same thing i think the dublin mudslide had whiskey in it though i think there was alcohol in there it. there was a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. in the the uh does too the, yeah it does too uh, I mean, not much, but a little bit. Oh, that's good. No, it's really Adult good. Adult ice cream. Yeah, yeah. So I love that. Whenever we go like to Hagen Dazs, like the ice cream shop, which is a thing we have not done in a long time, but when we do go, I like to get that. But they also have it at the store. Mm. So when I'm confident in my willpower, <laughs> I will sometimes bring some at home. But whenever I do my next grocery shop, which may be tomorrow, I'm gonna get stuff and make us a like Dublin, like a Kahlua. Bailey's vodka vanilla shake. It's going to be so delish. They should really have ice cream in a size slightly different than a pint. Like a quart? Or smaller? Like a half pint. They have those like little individual serving size Because most cups. people can eat a pint, but most people don't really plan on or want <laughs> to eat a pint bad. or can afford to eat a pint. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know, half a pint. There, there are little half cup, so like quarter pint, half cup, individual serving size. Might not be enough. We could eat two. You know, yeah. so then you get the choice. Yeah. When I was interning in D.C., like when I was in college, I mean, I was super broke, right? Like it was a paid internship, which is great because unpaid internships are theft and should be illegal. Uh, Slavery. I mean, I, you know, I didn't grow up like super poor, but I couldn't have what just how the hell does somebody take an unpaid internship? Like, I'm sorry. How do you survive? Oh, mom and dad pay your bills? I mean, I think look, it has to be, right? No judgment if your mom and dad are paying your bills. Yeah, great. And Good, good on you. Uh, look, and I know like you're in a position that you would do this for your daughter if she had a cool unpaid internship. Mm -hmm. You'd pay her for her bills. But like the vast majority of us in the country are not in a position where someone's just going to freaking support us for three months while we go off doing whatever no pay people for their work pay it's, people it's, it's kind of the way it's supposed to be unpaid internships exacerbate the existing inequality in this country 
by giving opportunities to rich kids who already have access to all sorts of opportunities and blocking out kids who like could really benefit from the experience because they need a freaking job to make money. <sighs> yeah. Rant I, over. I think, and I think there's something wrong with the system where people are expecting something out of an unpaid internship besides pay. It sets up all these weird expectations that also poison the whole thing. I mean, maybe. The bigger problem is much more that, like, if you're not a kid with rich parents who are going to support your ass for the summer, you, you can't, can't take an unpaid internship. Can't, can't do it. And that kind of experience is expected for all sorts of jobs later. It's stupid. Anyway, I had a paid internship, paid government internship at a uh, agency that no longer exists. It has been incorporated into other agencies. I was doing intelligence analysis. It was an awesome job. And uh, just really wonderful experience from the perspective of like working with three letter agencies and doing i had a security clearance and one of them is cia but it, that wasn't it um <laughs> uh, anyway yes i had a q clearance i don't know what that is you know this whole like <laughs> it, there's a whole thing now where there's these like uh trumpy people who talk about QAnon. Yeah. You, I mean, we I don't need to talk I've, about I've all heard of that. Yeah, but. So the conspiracy theory behind this is that there's some deep, deep insider who's like leaking out secrets through weird... I mean, it's the dumbest ass thing. But anyway, they call this person Q because of a Q clearance, which is basically like once you get a top secret security clearance, like there's three levels... And top secret is the hardest one to get. And I had a top secret clearance, but then there's like a, everything is still need to know when you have a security clearance. Like you just can't be an intern with a top secret clearance and walk in and be like, let me see all the files on the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, you can't browse everything that's top secret. You, you still need a reason to you see. You only can access the stuff that you're allowed to access. And there's different things. So there's stuff, there's like a skiff, which is a, uh, a special compartmentalized room you can't bring phones in this this all came up with some congressional thing where there was like a a skiff room in congress and i think a bunch of lawmakers just broke in like with the media and it's like it's yep. not just you need a top secret clearance you need kind of extra approval on top of that to be able to go into one of those facilities there's all sorts of different clearances um so we went to a we did a thing that required me to have an extra clearance to do the thing, which got me a Q clearance. So it's top secret summer. plus. It's top secret plus like, and you can also see this other stuff. That's cool. So it's not like, it's not like more secret. It's just like, we confirm it's okay for you to also, to see this particular kind of information. Anyway, it was a paid internship, which was great. And uh, it paid my rent and it paid mostly for me to eat. Yeah. And that is about it. I was broke ass that summer. Like, I was just barely clearing enough to, like, pay for groceries. Like, not eating out, right, groceries. Like, once a week, I would treat myself to Subway. <laughs> and, like, yeah. I mean, I had, that's of good value, right? Because it's, like, a lot. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Like, that's all I could afford was, like, my, you know, $3 sandwich at Subway. Yeah. Uh, no, it was a very, very tight squeeze that summer. Uh, in fact, I went out to that internship, and you know I, we we had rented an apartment. And it was a whole, it 
This There's is a, a whole, whole thing. other thing. I know. Yeah, we're not gonna. That's, a, that's for another time. That for must sure. be for a live show. <laughs> it would be a good live show story, or uh, you know, a no rules podcast. I'll tell that story. It was a very bad situation I ended up in in terms yeah. of the apartment. Turns out having no money actually sucks in many respects. It sure does. You end up in all kinds of bad situations, uh, which I did end up having to flee. I mean, there were police called. I, I ended up having to leave. Oh, and such good teasers. Such a good <laughs> teaser. But the the woman that I was working for, like she was the head of the intelligence division in the agency that I was part of, and... And I can't, I was like, I have to go, right? I can't stay in this apartment, like, given the bad shit that has happened. But it was like a weekend, and you know, it was a couple weeks before the internship was supposed to end. I'm like, I have to go, right? I can't stay. And, and our school schedule was weird that I was there past a lot of the other interns. So I stuck it out till Monday and went in, and I was like, look, I have to go, right? Like, this is, this, things are not safe here. Like I have to leave. Right. I had already made all the plans to go and she was fine. She's like, I wish you had told me like you could have come and stayed at my house in Virginia. Oh. She's like, I would have put you up. And it, it was just, That's she was so, nice. so yeah. wonderful. I mean, she was, you know, I, I have no, I was 20. Right. So I have no idea how old she was. She was, you know, a pretty senior <laughs> <She was> person, <laughs> but <coughs> she was a lot older than me. Seemed old to you. Yeah. But like, I don't know if she was on the verge of like retirement or right. if she was in her early sixties. Right. She was just, right. um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, to be whatever age she was, I mean, she was a very senior person in the nineties as a woman in intelligence. Yeah. Like she was a real badass. She was great. Um, <laughs> this is a very long diversion for me to say that, the rare occasion that I could like literally like find some change or skimp on something or like there'd be like, a couple free intern events that like I could eat at and I had a little extra money, the there was like a coffee stand in like the little mall connected to the metro station. I mean, a lot of times I would walk to work because I couldn't afford the metro and <laughs> I'd walk like five miles. Uh, that has stuck around. But anyway, at this coffee station, they had mudslide coffees, which didn't have any alcohol in them, but it was, it was basically like a Frappuccino, probably pre, before. Pre-mocha, pre-Frappuccino, yeah. Yeah, right? So like blended, frozen, Sounds and I think it had good. like, you know, Irish cream flavored syrup in it, which didn't have any alcohol. Oh my God. Like I had never seen such a thing before and I was blown away. It was like four bucks, right? And so it was like a huge deal. I mean, I probably bought myself that two or three times over the Four summer. bucks back then, yeah. That's yeah. like now, that's a... It's in, like a seven dollar drink. Entry level at Starbucks <laughs> is four bucks. I yeah. know. It was like 97 that summer, so... Yeah. Anyway, so a very fond attachment to the, like the mudslide coffee ice cream blended mudslide drink. Mudslide genre. <clears throat> yeah, so it'd be fun to make those. Yeah, but this is not it. No. We're back to the so, peach smash. <laughs> man, this is, maybe this should be a no rules podcast given how rambly it's going to be. It's good. I like it. It's going to be like a two-hour That's my job. <laughs> so uh, Pinterest is showing me all kinds of random drinks, and it showed me this strawberries and cream daiquiri. Ooh. All right, listen. A daiquiri is rum and lime juice and simple syrup, the end. That's you can't what just a call everything is. a daiquiri because it's got something fruit no. in it no i remember like in high school ordering like virgin strawberry daiquiris when i'd go out it was just like a strawberry slushy uh so this is basically like that so There's it's nothing like, wrong with it just the name yeah it's not actually daiquiri uh so the strawberry and cream daiquiri is you know rum and strawberries and ice like blended up 
alternated with whipped cream in a glass. I mean, it looks like it would be delicious. And I was like, oh, I should totally make this drink. And the recipe said to do it with, you know, strawberries and which we have a ton of and rum and then peach schnapps. And I've run into like three or four recipes lately that call for peach schnapps, which is never a thing that You're I have. You're going young. You're trending young. Peach schnapps. Like what the hell is peach schnapps? It's underage liquor. Yeah. So I'm like, do I have to go buy this? Is that a thing you can make? And so I looked it up. You totally can make it. It's just basically like simple syrup, like half sugar and half water, throw some peaches in there. So you make a peach syrup and then put it in a jar, you know, with the peaches and a bunch of vodka for a week and you got peach schnapps. So I was like, oh, so peach schnapps is incredibly syrupy, sweet liquor that tastes a little bit like peaches. So to, as I was saying, it's a, entry. Yes. It's no, a gateway drug. Yeah. I totally get it. So I had bought a ton of peaches this week. Somebody had sent us peaches. They were awesome. Yeah, like shipped from Georgia peaches. Individually like wrapped and oh my God. assembled peaches. It was like real I nice. I went to the P.O. box and there's like this crate. And, and they had told me they were coming and you could smell it like in the store. It smelled like peaches. And I like brought it out to the car and immediately like ripped the mask off, opened the package, ate a peach, like standing over the they back were, of my they car. They were really good. They were fantastic. Um, and I made this like really amazing like peach crumble that like I ate a quarter of it standing over the stove when it got out. I mean, we, we made great use of those peaches and we ate them all. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to get some more peaches. And so... Georgia peaches, like real delicious Georgia peaches were like on mega sale at the grocery store this week. So I brought a ton of them. So I made peach schnapps. I put it together today. So it's got to sit for a week. But the process is simple syrup and water and peaches and you boil it. And I had more of that than I had room for in my What's mason the, jar. the alcohol? Vodka, right? Yeah, you put vodka in it. But you don't cook it with the vodka. Like you, oh, right. You put all that cook in a pan first, and you and cook then, it. Yeah. Otherwise it blows up. Yeah, you, well, you boil <laughs> off all the alcohol. <laughs> so. Um, so anyway, I had extra peach syrup and I was like, well, I will save this cause you can make a cocktail with it. So the cocktail of the week after all that, I believe we have talked for the length of a regular podcast. We haven't even so started far. the podcast yet. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Um, Epic. It's two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of peach simple syrup, which you make just like I said, cup of sugar, cup of water and a couple peaches boil it for five minutes and then get peachy tasting simple syrup so one ounce of the simple syrup uh just shake it up put it in a glass top it with some ginger ale or club soda if you want we did ginger ale mm. it's very good it's very tasty we haven't had bourbon drinks in a long time no it reminded me of a mint julep a little bit because it's real it is very sweet it's in that direction and i know mint juleps don't have peaches but they have mint and i don't know it just reminded me a little bit of the yeah, julep yeah i mean a, a peach smash or any kind of smash often will have mint in it yeah uh, i chose not to put it in this because i wanted to taste the peach a little bit more sure i like it so there you go that is the cocktail of the week and a whole bunch of other info you know bonus content i have a cold by the way everyone i, I feel i sound more stuffy in my head i think but i probably sound a little like hoarse jared dad Went home, as we talked about last week. He was back in Maryland for a week. It's not the COVID. And uh, he was visiting his daughter, and he called me one night early in the trip, and I hear her in the background coughing, and he's like, yeah, I've got kind of a cold. And I'm like, don't you dare come back here until you get a COVID test. Like, go get a COVID test, 
you are not allowed to come home until you have a COVID test. I am not getting the COVID. You don't, you don't have to make yourself the bad guy in this. It made sense. Uh, yeah, fun. but I mean, I was like, fuck no. Like, don't you come back here with your COVID germs. <laughs> Go get plague, fucking tested. Plague rat. Uh, yeah, and it, it actually, you ended up coming back before you even got your test results. It took a long time. Um, but Giardad is COVID negative. negative. I also... I can taste the bourbon. Yeah. No, no, and you no, never no. had a fever. I mean, you, no. you didn't have most of the COVID stuff, but still, got to get it. No, I got a stupid cold that I get, you know, seasonally sometimes. Just weird. Goes to my sinuses. The thing yeah. is that, like... Makes me sound weird. All the steps you take to not get COVID, which we both do religiously, should also keep you from getting a cold. So your kid must have showed up with her germs. <laughs> I don't you know, think she listens to the podcast. Children are, are definitely germ carriers in this society. Yeah. Anyone who's around kids at any time, I'm sorry. Uh, so anyway, Jaredad does not have COVID. I have also had an antibody test as of a couple weeks ago, did not have COVID, so we're the, both in the The German clear. word for that is Bacillenschleuder. What, for what? Someone who spreads germs. <laughs> like infectious little plague rats? It's kind of like that. It's kind of, what is it, a, a bacteria slingshot. <laughs> oh, that's so much better. <laughs> yeah. Bacillenschleuder. Schleuder is, you know, slingshot, slingshot or like a flinger. <laughs> Bacillenschleuder. Bacilla is, a, is bacteria. Like, like bot, B-A-T? No, B-A-Z, bacilla. Uh, the Z in German is like a T-S. Like a T-Z. Yeah, like T-S, yeah. Bacilla Schleuder. Bacillenschleuder. With Bacillen or Bacilla? Bacillenschleuder. Yeah. I'm going to work on that. So when I can't say infectious plague little plague rat, I'm going to say Bacillenschleuder. Bacillenschleuder. That's a good one. Anyway, kids are Bacillenschleuder. Yeah. Even when they're 19. <laughs> uh, indeed. Well, yeah, so you don't have COVID. And I have to say, yeah. uh, I mean, I... You know, we kind of figured like after a week, you didn't, we were still waiting on your test results, but you didn't have any of the other symptoms. And you did offer to go sleep in the RV until they came in. But I was like, no, it's fine. I have not caught your cold. Knock on wood. This is a first in our <coughs> 10 years of being together that you have been sick and I have not caught it. I often get sick. I get colds much more than you do. And you sometimes get them, but usually don't. But I'm pretty susceptible to colds. I have two theories. Well, tell me. They're complementary. Okay. One is you're in awesome shape, ultramarathoning all the time, and your resistance is super high. Mm -hmm. okay, the other like one it. is Chief Brody sleeps in the bed, and sometimes <laughs> I have to like go in the guest room because he's in my spot. <laughs> okay, so. Because I go to the bathroom, and then Chief Brody's like, you do. <laughs> you don't have to go sleep in the guest room if Brody's in your spot. You can move Chief Brody. But I've chosen to. In part because of Brody. I don't want to cough in your face in the bed. I've been coughing. It's bad. No, and and look, I appreciate it. You can sleep anywhere in the house you want. Um, but look, I'm asleep at that point. And so if you're coughing and you want to go sleep in the guest room, like, that's fine. Yeah, but I definitely have cough shame. Like, I'll cough and I'll feel really bad about it. I mean, you, I... You do that the other way. I totally do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't It may be unreasonable, right? You never... The other person probably will, doesn't even notice because it's not their problem. I mean, I had whooping cough. I coughed nonstop for three months, and you're like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. You're so laid back. It was such a gift for you to be like, eh. I mean, I feel bad for you, but it doesn't bother I, me. I'm I fine. have a huge not-my-problem filter. Yeah, like, yeah, you do. I mean, I really just like we've done this with crying babies and stuff. I don't hear it if it's not my concern. <laughs> and I, like, <laughs> I'm I like, couldn't fix your kidding. cough, right? So I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, crying babies. I'm like, we're at dinner and I'm just getting angrier and angrier. And 
And goes like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, can't you hear that fucking baby? And he's like, no, man, I don't even hear the baby. It's not my, that wasn't, it's not my responsibility. <laughs> it's not my problem. But yeah, I mean, there have been times with the whooping cough, like there is just no escaping it. But there have been times that I've been sick and I would, like in Maryland, would go down and sleep on the couch to spare you. So yeah, wake up all lonely. I know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so. I hope, I knock on wood, I hope I did not infect you because it's not my intent. I mean, it's been a couple of weeks that you've had the cold. No. You're emerging out of whatever infectious time there might have been, and I'm still fine. Good. So that's good. Uh, I've been careful, too. Washing my hands a lot. Covering, sure. Hiding under the comforter when you're coughing really hard in the middle of the night. Punching me in the face a lot. Not true. Sleep. Not true. Uh, <laughs> no, not, not true. Uh, Bacillenschleuder. Mm -hmm. uh, such a good word. Okay. It is. Let's do the dog updates. Yes, I mean, now that Guac has stopped squeaking the stupid ball, Guac. He's, he's found a non-squeaky toy to have down there. Good job. Uh, shall we start with Swizz lighting herself on fire? <laughs> We'd have to. <laughs> How are we going to? That's the best. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so if you read the Twitter thread, I mean, you kind of got the gist of it. <coughs> I, uh, you know, Brody's birthday was on Monday. And he's the third. Tenth, which is his notable. Big That's one. a big birthday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's the third June birthday. And I was doing our kind of, you know, regular every 10-day grocery shop, like big buy everything. And I was walking through the bakery section and they had like individual slices of like funfetti birthday cake. And I was like, you know what? I will get this slice. It's like a four-layer cake or just a one slice. And I'm like, I'll get this and I'll bring it home and I'll kind of, you know, give each of them a layer of it. I'll buy some birthday candles. Because like, you're very nice. You're so nice. I mean, they'll like the cake and it'll make a really cute picture, like everybody with their little candle and their little thing. Yeah. Because uh, I did that birthday, I made that birthday cake for queso and I did all the candles and there's a, the picture was so good with like the candle glow oh, on yeah, it her. Was like almost Christmassy. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. It turned out great. So I'm like, I'll, you know, I'll do a kind of version of that with like the three June birthdays with their cake and their candles. And so I was going to wait till it was getting a little darker. So I'd get like a good candle glow, but I was like, you know, let's do this. Like, let's get the picture done. So it's like sunset. I bring them out on the porch, line up their little slices of cake. They each got their own little And I'm plate. inside like doing the dishes or something. I'm not yes. actually present for this. Yeah. In my defense, this comes up later. No, that's true. This will come uh, up later. And uh, yeah, I mean, one thing that we have to do all the time is that like, if you want to do something with some of the dogs, the other dogs need to be locked away. And so I brought out Vink and Swizz and Brody and then closed the door to the porch so none of the other dogs could get out. And I got their little pieces of cake on their little individual plates and I have the matches. I got the candles. Three of them lined up at the table it's quite it's super cute yeah so yeah get everybody lined up right so make sure there's nothing like on the uh the sofa whatever seating out there because that's going to wreck the picture get he headphones hanging out or that's whatever right. yeah yeah nice. move the stuff get all the dogs behind the table okay get the cake on the table light the candles no switch don't walk away right i mean it's quite posing as i've said before usually i just take the pictures when they're all there posing them for a picture works but it's a process. And sometimes it helps when you have a treat in your hand and not on the table in not front of them. On the table. So I've got the kind of cakes on the table. Fine. And they're just kind of sitting there. And so I get like a picture of them uh, just kind of looking at the cake. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to push the cake slices, you know, up towards them. I get the candles lit. I put the cake slices up towards them. And I take a picture. Optimistic. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly should have anticipated better because Swizz is like, ow, I'm going to eat this cake. So she shoves her face down into her cake, puts the whole piece of cake in her mouth, and literally before I know what has happened, she's swallowed it. So, swallowed the entire... I mean, she there was didn't no make chewing. a wish. She did not blow out her candle. She, she ate her candle. puts her mouth on the plate, and then the piece of cake is gone. With the flaming candle. And I'm like, ah! like, that candle was lit. Did she, oh, fuck, did she burn her mouth? Did she burn her throat? Is she on fire right like, now? <laughs> what happened? She's fine. She's like, ah, can I eat Vink's cake? <laughs> I'm just completely unfazed by the whole thing. And I, I thought I was taking a burst of photos. I actually you are phased. Took, you are phased. You know, I'm like trying to like line up the camera. Like I wasn't even prepared yet. I wasn't in like, okay, everybody look at the camera mode, right? Like hold up my hand, get them to look at the camera. Like I'm just getting lined up, taking a couple pictures to like. It's just a work that she ate the whole thing. And I'm like, it was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So I go up to her and she's totally and totally unfazed. Nothing has bothered her. smell that burning hair smell? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I look at her and her whiskers on her right side are all curled up and singed and burned because she like tilts her face so the right side's down into the flame of the candle. Chomps that way. And chomps the cake. So I'm like, God, did she swallow that? I mean, obviously it went out at some point. But like, <laughs> did she get a burning candle in her mouth that she have like a blister on the top of her mouth so i have to look at the photos that i was taking oh, this is very interesting and I, I mean i thought i had a burst but i didn't i just had basically three photos one with her putting her mouth down on the cake candle lit candle lit her mouth is around the cake and the candle is lit and then one where the cake is off the plate in her mouth but the candle has gone out thank God, the these candle like, went out. These are a lot like like great white feeding photos. Yeah. I mean, the ca- it was, it makes sense because it was hard to get those candles lit because we the ceiling fans, we have two ceiling fans out on the porch because it's so hot here. And so when you're out there, you need to have the ceiling fans for a breeze. And so they were on. And I actually had almost said like, can we turn those off? Because they kept blowing out the candles. Like it was hard to get them lit. Uh, so fortunately when she picked it up, you know, that was enough, like they were just barely staying lit anyway. That was enough to get it to blow out. So it was, it burned her whiskers, but the candle was out and there's like smoke. (laughs) There's like candle smoke, like twisted around her whiskers in that picture where it's like hanging in her mouth. And then she, she did not chew. She swallowed the whole thing, including the candle. Like a shark. Yeah, just one she, gulp she would, down. She probably has license plates in her stomach, too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the big question that people were asking was, did Vink get her cake? Because I did have, you know, Brody didn't do anything. Right. So he waited. I got some cute pictures of him eating his cake. Uh, and Vink also got her slice, but I didn't have any pictures of that. And as I, people noticed, Vink's was smaller than Chief Brody's, but then Vink is smaller than Chief Brody. It was a four-layer cake. So Vink and Swizzy's got one layer, and it was Brody's actual birthday, so he got two layers. Totally fair. Seems fair. So there you go. That was Swizz lighting herself on fire. Quite exciting. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so worried. And then I was like, I have to post this. Like, it's such a good story. But I was, like, braced for all these people to be like, you're a tor- horrible, irresponsible dog mom, and your pet should be taken away from you. Unfollow. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't care if people unfollow us, but I'm... I don't really care if people tell me I'm a terrible dog mom either, but I don't like getting harassed online and 
everyone was like, oh, yeah, my cat set its tail on fire all the time. Like, there were, turns out a lot of people whose pets have been lit on fire. My dog's on fire right now. <laughs> so. That's, uh, that's kind of like those pet candles in the church, I guess. Yeah. Where there's a church. Uh, this was going around on Twitter, so I don't claim original ownership of this, but there was a sign uh, at a church where you can get prayer candles and it said, don't light these candles right after you disinfect your hands. Because <laughs> probably people had set their hands on fire. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so anyway, there's, there you go. That That's was drama. And luckily she's okay and no hard feelings. And she certainly no. isn't traumatized. She certainly still likes food. Yep, everyone was fine. Uh, Brody had a good birthday. Uh, Brody unloady slash whatever, St. Patrick reloady update yes uh two separate projects yes take a weight off of one and put the weight on the other it's a song but anyway go ahead two separate projects no take a weight off me but then go ahead. oh okay is it from the 80s <laughs> uh so brody is down to 96.2 yeah he was he, he's still going down. He's going to make, I mean, he's basically made his five pounds lost. We had said five pounds by the 4th of July. He was 101 to start with. So, you know, he'll lose some this week. He's going to beat his goal. He's a good boy. And uh, St. Patrick is up to 63. 63. Yeah, and he still is real picky. He's, I mean, he still doesn't eat everything and anything. We still give him dog food that he's like, yeah, I don't really like a the chicken. A lot of burgers still. I don't really like the chicken today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we've been able to stop the appetite stimulant. Yeah. He's definitely eating every day without that. And he does like cheeseburgers. He eats a lot of cheeseburgers. Uh, but he's eating dog food most days. He eats at least a can of dog food. Yeah. Um, he even ate some kibble last week. Not a lot, but a little. Yeah. We're getting there. Um, he's eating snacks, like treats now, like meatballs. Yeah, it's too bad there's no market for a book about how to gain weight. Because we could, like, you know, explain <laughs> our knowledge that we're learning about with yeah. Uh, yeah, St. Patrick. We've really been able to shift him to more dog-oriented stuff. I mean, the burgers, whatever. Um, but, like, we're not giving him a ton of eggs anymore. Right. Like, a little bit of cheese. But he's definitely eating, like, dog snacks and some dog food yeah. in addition to the other yeah, stuff. Sometimes you kind of prime the pump with the burger and yep. then kind of ease him. In. When he's got the mo going, he also yep. eats the dog food. Yeah. But he's also not really puking anymore. Nope. Um, like he can hold more in his stomach. And that's, I think, a common thing with like dogs and people. Like if you've been starved for a long time, like you can't suddenly start eating bigger meals. Like before, if we would give him two cheeseburgers, it was iffy if he'd hold them down. I gave him three cheeseburgers a couple nights ago, I guess. And I came back from some run. I brought cheeseburgers and he was like so hungry, wolfing down the down. Like, okay, have all three cheeseburgers. Totally fine. Yeah. Uh, he's like, we, we still don't give him like huge amounts of food, but again, I don't feel like these are secrets, right? This isn't like no. the secret diet secrets where you can like go on the paleo. This is just cabbage soup everything. or eat apple three burgers food. a day. You're going to gain weight. You yeah. know? <laughs> Four cheeseburgers a day. You'll probably gain weight. Yeah. No kidding. But thank goodness. I mean, it's a weird, you know, urgency to have, but I get real worried when he doesn't, when he like wanders away from the food yeah i mean he's not always hungry and so especially in the morning he's not a big breakfast eater and so geodad will be like you didn't eat any breakfast and i'm like just wait like he'll eat at noon and he's like my baby won't eat anything <laughs> he's got to gain weight he's so skinny he's, and he's much less um worrisomely skinny now 
We can definitely tell, like, if you rub his side, like, his, his ribs aren't sticking out like they were. I mean, right. you can, they're still quite prominent. But much his hips more aren't quite as, like, angular anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, like, cut yourself on his hips before. Yeah, not as sharp. So you can, oh. I mean, he's gained six pounds, and you can tell a real difference. So he's got plenty more pounds to go. Yep. But uh, he's doing well. He definitely seems better, and he's just a really happy boy like he loves us he comes up for attention wags his tail all the super time super velcro-y yeah yep yeah so he's you know he's had obviously like had his difficult life like he's not engaged in the way the other dogs are like he knows who we are right and, and he knows when we come home but he can't and hear he we, can't hear he, he might be worse than swizz but he's at least as bad as swizz you could, probably you could clap behind his head and he'd be like yeah yeah, but I think even aside from that, he's he's kind of in his head a little bit more mm-hmm. than the other dogs, yeah. right? Um, in case it was a was sort of like that. I mean, she was certainly like that when she came to us, where you couldn't really get her to connect with you and see what was going. I mean, she was also really sad and traumatized, and and he doesn't seem like that. But he's he's kind of stuck in his head and he'll he'll come over and get attention like he he knows we're around and he engages with us and he likes it but he's yeah. not engaged like the other dogs are like you can tell he's an old he's not used to maybe a little senile pets and he's not like a licking dog yet although there's hope there's hope yeah i mean he's he's licked each of our faces a few times and mm-hmm. he'll like come lick a leg but you can tell he's not entirely focused on like stuff that's going on with us right he's, yeah <laughs> We could say introspective, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I was saying the nine confused. years old is estimate. He could be older. He he totally could be. I mean, he seems like he's got some senility, like not like he's he's super confused, <coughs> but that he's just kind of kind of off and like not totally connected to what's going on. Not in in any way that's like bad or makes him unhappy, but all of the other dogs, it's like they clearly know what's going on. Yeah, and he's kind of. Like an old man who's like, oh, oh, we're doing this now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, which is fine. Like, none of it's bad. Why, but... Where are you going in here? I'm going in the bathroom. She, I mean, <laughs> come, I'm Patrick. coming with. <laughs> yeah, the other dogs try to come in the bathroom. They're like, I'm coming in the bathroom with you. And he's like, okay, I'm going to come this way now, I guess. <laughs> but he's he's wonderful. I love he's him. very good. He's a good boy. Um, everybody else is the same. One mm-hmm. thing we talked about last week was their astrological signs. <laughs> So I was like, I don't know what this means. Somebody do this. So somebody did uh, do, like, sort of figure out what all their signs were and posted them and kind of said the main traits. Um, And then today, randomly on Twitter, someone's like, I have found this horoscope from 1979, and I urge you all to read it. And it's wonderful. So I thought I would read some of these. Well, you know. So let's start with you, GR Dad. Yep. Where are you, a Capricorn? Yep. You told me that. That's the only reason I know. Okay. You are conservative and afraid of taking risks. You are basically a chicken shit. There's never been a Capricorn of any importance. You should kill yourself. (laughs) So, you know, it's like the first sentence I was like, I think that's probably right. And then it just escalated so quickly. (laughs) I was like, oh, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe it's not so sound advice. I am a Sagittarius. It says, you are optimistic and enthusiastic. You have a reckless tendency to rely on luck since you have no talent. (laughs) A majority of Sagittarians are drunks. Nixon is a Sagittarian. (laughs) You are not worth the time of day. (laughs) Here we go. Scorpio. This would include queso. 
The worst of the lot. You are shrewd in business and can't be trusted. You shall achieve the pinnacle of success because you because of your total lack of ethics. You are a perfect son of a bitch. Most Scorpios are murderers. <laughs> <laughs> For Libra, which is Schmeek, you are the artistic type and have a difficult time with reality. If you are male, you are nil. Most Libra women are whores. All Libras <laughs> die of venereal disease. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it was dark. Uh, let's see. Virgo. Did we have a September dog? Jasmine, maybe? Was a September birthday? I'm just going to read them all since we're going through. Okay. You are the logical type and hate discord. This shit picking is <laughs> sickening to your friends. You're unemotional and often fall asleep while fucking. <laughs> Virgos are good bus drivers and pimps. <laughs> bus drivers. Well, those, <laughs> sure, yeah. All right, Leo. You consider yourself a born leader. Others think you're an idiot. Most Leos are bullies. You're vain and can't tolerate honest criticism. Your arrogance is disgusting. <laughs> Leo people are thieving and motherfuckers who spend most of their time kissing mirrors. All right, here we go. Cancer, which covers Vink and Chief Brody. You are sympathetic and understanding of other people's problems, which makes you a sucker. You're always putting things off. That's why you'll always be on welfare and won't be worth a shit. Everybody in prison is a cancer. <laughs> All right, Jim and I. Which better keep an eye on those two. <laughs> covers Swizz. You are a quick and intelligent thinker. People like you because you are bisexual. <laughs> you are inclined to expect too much for too little. This means you are a cheap bastard. Flesh bitch. <laughs> All right, Taurus, this is Hops. You are practical and persistent. You have dogged determination to work like hell. Most people think you're stubborn and bullheaded. You're nothing but a damn communist. <laughs> okay, we only got three left. Oh, no, what was that? Who did I say that was? That was Hops. That was Hops. It doesn't really match. That one isn't glaringly not right. <laughs> uh, okay, Aries. I don't know if we've got any of those. You're the pioneer type and think that most people are dickheads. You're quick-tempered, impatient, and scornful of advice. You're a prick. Okay. Pisces, you have a vivid imagination and often think you're followed by the FBI or CIA. You have no influence on your friends, and people resent you for, being, for flaunting your power. You lack confidence and are generally a dipshit. <laughs> and finally, Aquarius, you have an inventive mind and are inclined to be progressive. You lie a great deal. You make the same mistakes repeatedly because you're stupid. Everyone thinks you're a fucking jerk. <laughs> <laughs> this is like if Jen had three drinks and decided like, to write horoscopes. The misogynist. The, 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 <laughs> it's a little misogynistic. It's mostly just overall mean. The, yeah. People haters version of... Misanthrope. Misanthrope. That's what I was going for. Yep. <clears throat> so there you go. I just thought that was so good. So That's good. I cannot take credit for it, and it is unattributed. It's you should not take credit for it. <laughs> Blame it on someone else. I mean, it looks very old and typewritten, so they clearly, like, this person took a photo of it from some document they found, and it's very funny. 70s, man. Yep. Okay, well, we've done a German word of the week. 
Yeah, what, go Bazillenschleuder is good. Bazillenschleuder. Appropriate. Wear a mask, peoples. Wear a mask. Yeah. There are cool masks out there. You can hey. look like a dog if you want. All the Golden Ratio merch oh, on Redbubble yeah. is now available on masks. If you find any designs that don't work on the masks, let me know. Uh, but like the pride dogs with the all the dog butts. butts. All the dog butts in rainbow colors. I have. I bought one of our own masks. Um, and they're very, Which is usually my trick. Yep. They're very lightweight. Um, so if you want a golden ratio mask, you could totally get them on Redbubble. Yeah. Might and, as well. Uh, this is going to be around for a while. It's yep. going to be a fashion thing, man. Sure is. I can't wait till like Lily Pulitzer starts selling me like masks to make. What an ugly dude, dress. but he's got a cool mask. I mean, I was, there's like a lot of benefits, right? I was like hidden benefits. Like if you're ugly, you get to hide part of your face. <laughs> if you have a cold sore, right? I get cold sores like twice a year. Who knows? Now nobody has to look at my stupid cold sore. I can just wear my mask. Yeah. I don't have to be putting makeup on that thing. I can be like, nobody can fucking see it. Yeah. No need to be self-conscious. That's right. Just put a mask on. Pretty yeah. nice. I could be growing a beard. You wouldn't know because I have a mask on. I mean, don't do that. <laughs> I know. Please. <laughs> I just dug up the picture of the uh, first time Giardad and I met, which is the only time I've seen him with a beard. And I was not attracted to him. It was a bad year. And I was like, man, I'm really glad you shaved that thing off. Mm, it was too. a bad year. Yeah. Bad year for you. Okay. Uh, conch life story. You, t- you had one about lobsters. Yeah. Someone was hunting lobsters out of season. It's and out of season. With a spear gun. You cannot ever hunt lobsters with a spear gun. Depu- some deputy pulled someone over. Someone was observed <laughs> spear fishing. And the deputy tracked him down and found like a bunch of undersized lobster tails and other lobster tails. Uh, lobster season starts August 1st, people. And yep. you're never allowed to... I mean, these aren't pinchy lobsters. They're just spiny lobsters. You're not allowed to spearfish them. Could you smack guac in the face, please? <laughs> I can't reach him with my foot or else I'd kick him. That's not true. That made him get his ball. That yep. was... <laughs> literally as usual six inches from his face of course uh yeah so yeah so you you just have to grab the lobsters with your hand and put them in a net it's not that hard they're freaking lobsters you can wear a glove but you cannot spear them yeah they don't have any chomp chompy pinchy parts no. just they're just like giant bugs you just grab them and i just saw a thing where from now on in florida all boats will be required to have a or all fishing boats will be required to have a i don't know what the device is called anymore but something where you can that will Return a fish to the water, but deep, like it'll definitely it down because it because the fish get really traumatized when they come from three hundred feet down to the surface, huh. right? It's, they get the bends, and so if you just released them on the surface, they'd still die. So you have to like wait, have a weighted thing that like returns them to where you caught them from. Oh, that's so interesting! I didn't see that. So now it's required in in all boats or will wow. be soon. So it's something... That's like, great. Who thinks about this? This is great. I'm glad yeah. the Florida Fish and Wildlife people are I was going to say, this. like you were talking about W's, but these are all fish and wildlife, right? Like this is an interesting thing. That it's regulation, not... yeah, is experts. Yeah. yeah. All the all the like people with the too small lobsters and the too many fish, like that's not the sheriff or the or any local police, like that's fish and wildlife. That yeah, although that. it was the deputy who caught them. I mean, they're, they're yeah. violating a law, so you can you can still... 
make arrests. Yeah. Uh, it didn't end with this person was taken to jail. It's, it rarely is. Like, you got to have a fuckload All of lobsters. All his lobster tails. He took his lobster tails and went to jail. <laughs> now, they throw your lobster tails back in the ocean. Yeah, they release them back into the ocean, which yeah. doesn't help. If you catch too many fish, you don't get to keep them even though they're dead. They put the dead fish back in the water. Yeah. Uh, Other fish can eat them. It's fairly... Yeah. Stop being a jerk at catching too many fish. Come on. There's not that many rules. You can catch a lot of a lot of fish. There's like some fish you can't catch too many of. Yeah. There's some fish that have to be the right size. Just you got to get a fishing license anyway. Learn the 10 fish that you have to be careful about. Jesus. And learn the sizes. That you freaking, you know, don't be a dick. Leave the lobsters alone. Yes, please. Assholes. <sighs> okay. That was generally conclusive. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. I started with quite a diversion, but I feel like we really got back on track. Started with a bang and ended with a whimper. Oh. Mirf. (laughs) Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, You know, maybe if we're bored at the end of the week, I'll tell you more about my summer in D.C. in college and my very dramatic. Take a few drinks. Yeah. Maybe the live show. I'm working on a new set for the live show. Ooh, a tight 20. Tight 40. (laughs) <laughs> tight 40 would be a thing maybe a tight 20 and then you and me talking would be good but then can lick my face for 10 minutes i mean we got the blau high destruction at the beginning you know that's not guaranteed and it's happened at every show it's a solid five minutes of content uh you and me doing some like banter and like having a prepped conk life like that's a good 20 25 minutes <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like a tight 20 for me would be good. I've got, I've got some material I've been working up. That's excellent. Excellent. Yeah, so not, not with me. You haven't, but anyway. no, 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 it, it's, it's too raw. It's, it's got to. Well, you know, I, I, you know, I don't want to mess with your process. I gotta work it. Your process. <laughs> we can always break out into, you know, I would walk 500 miles because I know that. We did. I mean, the very first live show we did, we did a ukulele sing along. It was good. <laughs> it was a little awkward, which is why we was, didn't do it at other The song shows. was Sweet Caroline, and that's a weird song to actually sing with the lyrics. I guess. Uh Everyone is a very good sport about it, but I'm not sure ukulele sing along unless we can get like a whole band to come up and join us. If you have a band, ukulele band, no, 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 like you know, like a full-on band. If you have a band oh. that would like to run on stage and do a song with like me and Jared Dad with like me on the ukulele as like the big finale for our live sh- post-COVID live show, let me know. I got some ideas for songs that we could sing. Wagon Wheel would be a good one. I'm good I mean, at singing that song. Or if you can just rock out on a Casio keyboard, that's fine. <laughs> We're good. Anyway, there will be a post-COVID time, and we'll totally do more live shows. We'll do that Orlando live show we keep talking about. We'll bring we, the RV up. We got an R- a party RV now. Yeah. Um, Road trip. It won't be until at least 2021, everybody. Uh, Once there's an effective vaccine. Oh, and you will be required to be vaccinated to come to the GR Live show. So just put that in your thinking. Mm, maybe we'll combine it with a blood drive or something. Yeah. Get, everyone gets tested. While they give them blood. <laughs> I saw, where was I? I was One of my runs, I ran past, because I'm running all over the place still. Uh, I ran past some place that was doing a blood drive. And they're like, donate blood. Get a COVID test. It's Key Largo. I think it was Upper Keys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I read about that. You get like tested before you give the blood, which makes some sense, but it's a nice twofer. Yeah. Take yeah. it. Yeah. Do it. You can also get COVID antibody tests just at Walgreens, which is what I did. 
you can fill out a thing online. Like you don't need to go to mm -hmm. your doctor. You don't need anything. Like you go to LabCorp and fill out like a little online thing and they're like, come on in, you can make an appointment and then you just show up. You can sit in your car and then they'll text you when your appointment, when and they're ready for you. It's also another thing where they stick it way up into your brain in case anyone's worried. The antibody test is just a blood test. Pin prick, finger prick. Yeah, you got a swab. I got a swab, but it didn't go deep. They just do it, you know, front yeah. of the nose now. The antibody test for me was not a finger prick. It was a like in oh. the crook of the elbow blood draw. Whoa, like yeah. a vein thing. Yep, yeah, just like any other kind of Man. blood giving that you're doing. Ouch. Yeah, it was fine. I, I'm not sensitive about giving blood. I've given a lot of blood in my time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anyway, I think I think we're done. <laughs> For now. <laughs> hey, we still, maybe when we're done, we'll make another drink and then we'll do the Chicken Murder in Paradise podcast. Yeah. Because that, that should drop content. on Friday. That's what I was thinking about Pinterest. You should have a Pinterest chicken board or whatever. Well, I mean, I've already got a Twitter and an Instagram. <laughs> I could just repost their cross post. Love those chickens. Uh, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening to our rambling podcast. We hope you enjoy all the rambles. And until next week, don't put anyone unless they ask you to. No, wear a mask and you can't get beat. Wear a freaking mask. Yep. Bye. Bye. <laughs>